0: what's up everybody happy thanksgiving i know it was yesterday and i hope all of you had a good time with your family friends and loved ones because i did i mean i had a nice time with my family and friends and it was one of those good good ones and you know it seems a little bit cloudy right now going by what is going on in the world but a pandemic that we're all grappling with but if you're still alive and can hear my voice I think you have a reason to praise your stars, to praise your God, your your creator. So, uh, yes, so happy thanksgiving to each and every one of us, and um, we we hope for better days for sure. Now, to this podcast, I'll be talking about just a quick, short one, just like a quick roundup of what has happened in the past couple of days. I know that for the most part, a lot of us have not heard my voice. You've not heard me say anything for some time, and you may be wondering what's going on with me. Well, because... I, I was gonna make a podcast with uh, a very sweet um, big sis of mine, and we couldn't just the time. When, you know, the time was not just right. We couldn't just set it up, and that um, particular episode really uh, took a lot out of me because I have to study for. I I I've studied extensive, extensively about babies and the rest of that, but I know that we can always still make that uh, that podcast when given the appropriate time. And yeah, that's what I've been doing with that. But today's podcast, I was talking about three things. Like I said, what has been happening in the past couple of days. Anyway, as I was saying, right, I talked briefly about it on my Instagram page when I talked about the death of uh, of the great football legend, we call it soccer here in America. I'm talking about no other but Diego Armando Maradona. You know, Diego Maradona was 60 years old when he died. And um, it's a shocking one. It's a real, real shocker. Not because he was too young to die or whatever, but because people like that, those iconic figures, whenever we lose them, we don't want to ever lose them because they are part and parcel of our uh, of of what shape our kind of thinking. You know, so when you think soccer, you know you think um, Diego Maradona. When you think basketball, you think Jordan. You know, when you think female tennis, you think the, you think of the the Williams sisters. You know, so that's how it goes like that. When you think golf, you think of Tiger Woods. So, so when you have an an, an iconic figure like, like Maradona passing on, it's a it's a shocker. And I talked about that, and you know, I just want to maybe if I can, I want to expound on that a little bit. Why is uh, is death a shocker for me? It's because this is because there's a man that has, you know, endured a lot in his life. A man whose greatness, I mean, he it was it was great in the 80s and early 90s, you know. But it could have lasted a lot longer than that. I did not have been caught up in, uh, you know, unethical behavior like using drugs and the rest of that. Even at that, despite the fact that he, is sort of, his career was cut short because of drug I, I, accusations in the was it US 94 World Cup or something like that if I'm not mistaken and he was sent like he was banned from playing soccer and the rest of that the short time that he played the game it was so impactful It was so impactful this is the man that it was it, it was five five. he's not the tallest of men but what he did even giants could not, could not even try to do such a thing. We're talking about, in the history of Argentina, for instance, they've had two times have they won the World Cup, and the second time was with Diego De- De- Maradona. I think they would have won the third one had they not been chased out of the championship, alright, because it was, because it was it positive after the game they played with Nigeria. Now, why do I say all of these things? It's not because of the, it's not because of anything, just to, let us understand how great he was. You know, some people were were on the part of greatness, like the case of Kobe Bryant. He was exceedingly great with basketball, and he was going to do something even greater off the court with with his with his business, with investing in in, in female basketball, with so many things that it was even with coaching, with his books, and so many things that it was was he was he had already won an Emmy. Can you imagine that? He had barely finished playing basketball, retired from basketball, and he won an Emmy. And he was on the path of greatness. And we knew that Kobe would have been so great if he was alive today. You know, same with Charlie Boseman. You know, he was it was just scratching the surface of his greatness and then death took him away. So in the time in the case of Diego Maradona, he's a lot older than this guy's because I like I said he was sixty years old. But because we know that he he could have done a lot more on the soccer field. And even at that, that this is, is, bad conduct chased him out of the game. His influence still reverberated throughout the world to this day. You know, he got the chance to coach, uh, his country, the, the, the soccer team of, of the Argentine soccer team. He got a chance to be part of some major sporting um decisions and events in, in terms of the soccer, in, in the soccer world. And he, was named one of the. It was named, I think, uh, because the world of soccer has two major players. There is Pele, and there's Maradona, right? So Pele was voted as the biggest player of the century. But Maradona had because it was like a tie. But Maradona had uh, the one that says that he was the most um, digitally popular player of the century. You know, because people just love Diego Maradona. You know, he did the thing. The thing he did with them with the hand of God when he when he jumped over the, when he jumped higher than the keeper and he used his hand to chip the ball into the post and there was no VAR at the time so they could not tell if it was uh, indeed uh 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 you know like if he, if he did use his hand to hit the ball or his head because he looked he was so close at the time so they thought it was his head but how can a 5 foot 5 um, inches player jump top, jump higher than a goalkeeper that was probably 6'2 or 6'3 or whatever the case is. Anyway, that's one leg of his greatness. The other part of it is that his life was very, uh, was mad with a lot of controversies like like I said. He was ki- was kicked out of the game because of his conduct and this thing did not stop, you know. He battled cocaine addiction, you know, before he, before anything, he was he was friends with people like, what's this guy's this drug lord in Colombia or... No, stop. and he was with, the, the, with Fidel Castro, so he was he, he liked this? You no, know, he was with some was some controversial people. But Maradona Mar- Mar- lived his life without apology. You know, he, he apologized to no one. He he lived a life that was how he wanted to. Live, how he wanted to live his life, and so it was. Then he went to Naples in, 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 in Napoli, and he won two championships for for, Nap- for Napoli. This is a team that. As not that would never dreamt of winning a championship in um, in their life, but Maradona got into that, into that um, football team and he won them a championship. He won them two championships, as, as a matter of fact. That was back to back. Then all this time he was doing drugs. Because remember, he 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 he, he, was, he played in he played shortly in Barcelona, but he couldn't continue because of his of the field shenanigans. He was always partying, always doing drugs. And then he went to Italy and they just accepted him. They they opened the hands for him and he was great. So you look at his life like, you know, we are, there are so many like, is it Jimi Hendrix? There are so many great great people like Jimi Hendrix that was the great guitarist that could have been a lot greater. And even for even for the short time that they were here, they made a, there was, there was such an impact that you have to, acknowledge their greatness you know jimmy hendrix is, is long gone now right but everybody talk about me as the greatest guitarist of all time and he died he, he, he did not even live long like that he died in his it wasn't early 30s or late 20s something like that but it was so great with his guitar that people had to pay him that respect that nobody can ever do it the way jimmy hendrix did it so you know you live fast, but you die young. You you live for a short period of time, but you, but you've made a global, a, a forever impact in the in the in the life of people in the history of this world. So there are so many polarizing figures like that. You know the Jimi Hendrix, the Michael Jacksons, Diego Maradona, you know Kobe Bryant, and so on and so forth. So it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a sad thing, and the whole world sort of you know, that support there came out with their. Well Well-wish, wishing messages to, to the great, the great, great uh, Diego Maradona. I'm just, I look at everything and I'm, I'm like, man, it, this man fought. Make no mistake about it. He fought his own demons because nobody was going to conquer Diego Maradona but himself. And to know that he dealt with cocaine addiction, you know, with, with drugs, basically drug abuse, you know, and after that he was high on he got he got addicted to alcohol, and he got big. Like for a five foot five person, he got real big. And so there was there was there was, was issue with his with his weight. That's what it was obese, and it got, and and he was an addicted um alcoholic person. So it was a lot of things that happened in his life. But the funny thing is that before he died, like I think sometime this month, all right, he he did a surgery because there was a blood clot in his brain. And they did a surgery and they thought he was going to die with that as, as a result of that. But he survived that only for him to die of a cardiac, um, attack. But it's okay. He has lived a great life. And I know that, like the president of Argentina, um, said that there'll be a three day mourning day for Diego Maradona. That's how great he was because he really put Argentina on the map. So they're going to mourn him for three days. So that just tells you how, like, a like three, you know, you know, when you, when you die and there's a holiday, believe me you you have made it. So that's one thing about Diego We all we all we all feel sad that the Great Maradona is dead but but his legacy will always live on. And what and what is his legacy if you ask me. His legacy I'm very sure his legacy that I would like to emulate is not that of um abuse of drugs that will, that will be detrimental to your career and to your body. But to be that of someone that figured out he has something that is that is that is rare and he he exploited it to the to the greatest level i'm talking about when you know that you have a particular skill you are gifted with a particular thing and you are generous with your with your greatness he was generous he was an entertainer people come to the soccer field but Pre, before the game started, because they want to see Diego Maradona jog the the, the football. They, they like to see him just jog the ball, just play with the ball, because he was so great. It's just it's just such a it's such a beauty. Even now that I see, because, because when he was playing, I was a young boy then. Even now that I see is um some of his highlights. I'm just like wow. People people just marvel at the way he plays the game. You know the way he he is is in love with the with the soccer ball. You know so many things about Maradona that. That we have to really appreciate. So his, his legacy is that of playing hard, helping your people, helping um, helping the world with your greatness. You know, being being being, deli- being diligent and dedicated to your craft. You know, so and we can we can also learn things. We can also learn things from him as well because you have to understand that this man, if he had not be if if he had not taken the path of drugs and alcohol, he probably would have been so relevant. And he was still relevant because it was. It, for an appearance, is is a lot of money to see Maradona come on your show, you know. Is Mar- Maradona? They have a stadium named named after him. So he was he was all time great, and so I just want to say to this to his kids, his family, his loved ones that trust me, the whole world, the whole world knows that you lost one of the best of all time, and the whole world is money because he's not just your father, your your grandfather, whatever the case is. He's someone that the world actually truly loves. Yes. So, R.I.P. Maradona. Yeah, let me quickly talk about something different. Because I've been going on for Maradona for some, for some time. In New York, right, there was this law that was, you know, the, the churches and the, the Jewish community, they, 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 were, they went to court suing the state government for restricting their movements and their right to gather. Entrenched in the First Amendment, and the courts ruled in their favor that the the, the state government, the state government, has no right to uh, infringe on their rights to gather and their First Amendment. All right. As for in terms of religious freedom, and that was because uh, Justice Amy Amy Coney Barrett, I think that's her name, she. She ruled in favor of that you know, it was five to five to four kind of ruling and so so that case is, is dead. But the significance of that case is that it's not just enough to suppress a group of people to do your home beating. That's not going to happen this America. And as for the groups too that, that went to court, they have their reasons and I can 100 percent agree and um, see where they're coming from. But the bigger picture is the, is the health of, of New Yorkers. Because the, 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 the Orthodox churches are saying, in fact, churches generally, not, not just the Jewish community, churches generally, they are not happy with the fact that the government is coming down on them heavy, that they should not gather, they should not have people in their, in their, in their churches. Because they are saying that, you guys have these bars open, you have all these restaurants, do you have whatever they are doing, but when we have to gather once in a week or twice in a week, you start putting your limitations on us. And the state government is saying that, listen, your category and that of the bars and restaurants and dress is different. You're, you, you belong to the category of theaters. And if you are not allowing theaters to open, and we are giving you guys the chance to gather but not in full capacity, you guys should be thankful of that, going by this, the current situation. But the Jewish, the, the churches are not going to have that. And the Supreme Court judge- ju- justices, they sort of sided with the religious group. So I think, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting because they have said that they they really want the churches to have their right to religious freedom and gathering. So they won. But what is more interesting about the case is that it's not because it's not just because it was Justice Emikumi Barrett that make them win that case, not just that, but because this lady has been somewhat very quiet and she has been doing a lot of things low-key, low you know, unlike when other justices issue such a, a ju- judgment or whatever the case is, verdict, they, re- they they release a statement, she always, always tries to not release any statement, she's just trying to walk and do her, do her own thing, and I would say she's timid or anything, cause you cannot be at that level and be scared of nobody in this world. But it just shows that she's not the type that wants this spotlight. Just she just wants to walk and do the right thing. So I think I like her. I think I, I think she's going. She's she's gonna she's gonna be very fair in her decision-making process, cause these are justices. They know the law, and uh, we have to actually trust them, whether they are Democrats or Republicans. So I like the way she's going about it. She's not running to the spotlight. They try to trust her into, into, into the spotlight, but she'll be like, no, I'm not having that. I'm not going to go into that. Mm-mm. Y'all can have the spotlight for all you want. I'll be, I'll be just here chilling, minding my business, and I respect people that do such things. All right, so the next one I would like to talk about, which is the final one, is Megan Markle. Is it a success or a duch of success or whatever they call them? Megan Markle... You know, yesterday they, had a, they released a statement that says that they they are spending Thanksgiving, their first Thanksgiving as a family in America, in their own house that they bought in um in California. And uh, you appreciate that. The reason I want to talk about these people, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, is that they've gone through a lot. And if, you, if you're looking for heroes, man, Prince, Harry's, she, she, Prince Harry would one day be a national hero. Not just because he he, he opted to marry a, a black woman, as I would like to call her, even though that lady looks more white than any other thing I've seen in my life. But they say she's black. Okay, well, fine, she's black. But because he's a man of his own world, he's a man of his own character, people like that are really hard to come by. There's a man that has forgone all his royalty or entitlement and stuff to live a regular life. You no, know, according to what I read, that house that they, that they bought in California, is it Santa Barbara, they call it, is a house that they bought like every other person, a couple. They purchased the house on credit, you know, and they were paying like a $40 million house, I think. They have not enjoyed any, any British royalty or exclusivity of any, of any kind. But of course, their popularity has earned them some deals with Netflix and the rest of that, which, which I, I think that's a, good, that's a really good one. Because as Netflix now has been coming to people's rescue, we have the bummers on Netflix. And these are people that, it's a business thing. These are, these are very popular figures. And if you can make money doing business with them, why not? And that has maybe earned them some real cash. Remember that Meg- Meghan Markle herself, she used to be a very good actress herself. And I think she 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 still has the skills to act and be very productive. So, what am I saying? Is that they are they are doing that in their house. They are, you know, they are Thanksgiving, but then they issued a statement that they had a miscarriage. So, this lady had a miscarriage, and she she said something that I would. I would she had a quote that I'm I'm gonna share with you guys at the tail end of this podcast. She said, "I mean, she she released the statement because." She she wanted people to know that that sometimes people are not okay, and and I remember how she has been going through this whole process. How the media has really like go hard on her. If you look at what she's gone through compared to what Prince William's wife I can't remember her name right now has gone through is night and day. But what what they did not know is that all those media scrutiny. Also help to make her even more polarizing, and they had to run away from the from the United Kingdom. They went to, to Canada. Now, they, the first time we were living in a, in Tyler Perry's mansion. Now they have, they go down mansion in California. It's it's a lot of turbulent times for these people. These are first-class citizens of the world by all means, by every stretch of your imagination, and they have they have they are sort of the um. Free themselves from those reality exclusivity um, entitlements to be regular people, which comes at a huge cost because now they don't have access to funds and so many other things, even security. But this man, Prince Harry and his wife Meghan Markle, they've, they've they've they stuck together. And when they had a the miscarriage, imagine they just they have the baby, um, their son, Prince Ha. Archie, right? Actually, Archie is his name, if I'm not mistaken, Hachi, And they were going to have a second child, and she said that she lost that baby while changing the diapers of of um, of um of her son, Hachi. Imagine that pain, that anguish that she must have gone through. It's unimaginable. Losing your baby, I don't know if it was a male or female, while changing the diaper of your son. I, I sincerely wish this lady Megamako I know I know she has been strong and she has been very very um resilient and you know very strong lady. I sincerely hope and I wish that she'll be able to see this thing through. That the kind of um she would not know the kind of um inspiration she is right now to those young girls out there. To those young guys too that want to marry a young black girl or Chinese girl, whatever the case is. She has been so strong, she's riding right the height of the bull, the, the British media bull, and she has been doing a fantastic job. I know that she's going through a lot, sometimes when when, when you interview, I saw some of, the, some of the interviews she did last year, she was in, sometimes almost tearing up before the camera, because she was going through a whole lot, and then she lost the baby again, and the rest of that, it's just really heart wrenching, but I am so happy that she has a man in in Prince Prince um, Ari that that really is very supportive of her, that that really loves and trusts her. I, I, I just really, this these this, this people, I'm really rooting for them because the world is waiting for them to fail because this man could have just dissolved this marriage and lived a, a much more easier life, but no. He said, I love this lady and I'm going to stick with it. And people are saying sort of things they don't like her because she's, why? Let's visit. Why? 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 Why is she having such a bad publicity? Such a bad press. It's because she's black, and now they say there's a black blood in the in, in the royal family. It's just madness in this in this day and age. But that's what people will do. People will do anything to justify their racism. That's just the plain fact, the truth. In my in my in my own opinion. But I, I love this couple. I'm rooting for them a lot, and I pray that. They will keep having the strength to 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 go through this period and even overcome this, this phase. That even without the, the entitlement that they are they, that they deserve that they are entitled to, being that Prince Ari is a, is, a, is a prince, I wish, and I'm rooting and I'm hoping and praying that they they make their own wealth and they become great, very very great. That their story will be a, a blueprint, a testament, an inspiration to any other person out there that will be going through something like this in his or her life. And, and for even generations to come. Because they have done something remarkable. I've never seen a man that resolute in the face of adversity like Prince Harry. He, 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 he shouldn't be doing all of this. Thing. He could have just called it quit a long time ago. But he's two by his wife. He's very strong. He's a strong, confounded pillar. She said that when she, when, when she she told him about what happened, or when they realized what happened in the hospital, she, they both held each other together and just being there for one another. There's nothing more powerful than that when you know that your man got your back, when you know that your woman got your back. It's so powerful. Because when they, when, you, when you have a united front like that, it's hard for you to fold under any pressure or anything to overcome or defeat you. Because you know what? You got each other's back. You know, so I'm. it's a sad thing that they lost the baby, but I know that they'll make many more. And uh, I just wish them the best, man. I just really wish them the best. I really love these two people. I, I'm, I'm rooting for them big time. And I'm a big fan of these people. And I wish them the best. So, I'm going to give you the quote now as I'm leaving. Losing a child means carrying an almost unbearable grief. Experienced by many but talked about by few. That's what Megan Marco said. It's an unbearable grief. Experienced by many but talked about by a few because people won't talk about it. It's a very sad of their of very sad moment of their existence that they, they just wanna they just wish it just goes away, but it's not gonna go away. But don't worry our lovely, lovely um Meghan Markle. You are gonna make more babies and you'll be happy for the rest of your life. You got the best man in the world. And as for Prince Harry, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop now. Don't stop now. This is your story. It will be one for ages. You do what your heart says you should do. You don't care about what the British media says, or the UK, what the US media says, none, none of that. You are doing what you want to do. You're living your life on your own terms. And that's, that's bossy. That's gutsy and we respect that. I respect that. And that's podcast ladies and gentlemen. Thanks a lot for listening to this podcast.